welcome to the For the Love of Mum podcast with your host, Lucy Kasner. I'm bringing you real, unscripted stories of women who have gone through matricence, a physical, emotional, hormonal, social and spiritual transition to becoming a mother. What it meant for them, the learnings, the fun, the whole lot. It's peachy, they say. And when it's not, we automatically feel broken. So let's bite that peach together. Hello and welcome to today's podcast with Elaine Benson. Elaine is a certified master mindset coach, hypnotherapist and host of the Full Fat Life Show podcast and a Badass Business Women Network events. Elaine is an expert on the unconscious mind, imposter syndrome and digital business strategy. She helps entrepreneurs grow their business confidently and increase their impact by mastering the power of their minds and hearts. With her one-on-one and group coaching programs, currently coaching women across three continents, she teaches entrepreneurs the tools, strategies and guidance to make permanent neurological changes to upgrade their beliefs and to think like the digital CEO of their business. She's a mum of five-year-old boy, an Irish girl living in Australia, loves good coffee, and you should know that she always over delivers. And I can definitely vouch for, for this one. Elaine has been an expert guest on Ticker News in Australia, talking about overcoming imposter syndrome and featured on Thrive Global. Wow. What a bio, Elaine. Hello, welcome. Uh, hey, Lucy. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. Today. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. So we go back. We go back a few years. It's actually um, mm. it's about 10 years now. Oh, yeah. More, I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was 2012 when I arrived to Australia and joined. We both worked in a digital agency. Yeah. Um. In in Sydney, and that's how we met. There was pre-children and yeah. <laughs> pre children and pre children and lots of partying and that's it. Yeah, actually, it was just partying, wasn't it? It was yeah. partying, having fun. It was great though, wasn't it? Oh, it it was great fun. It was great yeah. fun. I don't um, I I look at it. It almost feels like a completely different life to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, it was a different lifetime. <laughs> it was, for sure. Um, and, um, and then we both became mothers, not really long um, after each other. So mm. um, I've got a six-year-old, you've got a five-year-old. Mm. Um, so we, and we both kind of worked in agency land. We had our children mm. and something happened. <laughs> well, we had children. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> So um, this is why I have you on my podcast, because we, we talk about matricence, we talk about the, the shift, the, the changes that women go through um, when having a children or after having a children. <clears throat> and, mm. you know, we always prepare ourselves for the birth. We prepare, you know, physically, um, we prepare for all the kind of material things, you know, what do we need for baby? And the, all the focus is always on a baby. And very little focus is on the mother. What actually happens to us after we give birth, the hormonal changes, the, the physical, the psychological, the, the you know, emotional changes that um, 
a baby will will bring and and this is kind of what i gather um because your career changed from kind of pre-baby and post-baby so much so tell Mm. me a little bit about your experience of becoming a mother yeah so um as you're saying like we worked in agency life and for anyone who's worked in advertising or or for anyone who hasn't it's it's very fast-paced it's um a young person's game um and it's um it's not something you can kind of do part-time um so i often found that when i was working in agency um which i was up until november last year um there i was fitting five days into four even though i was you know working four days i was really really fitting five five days into four so so yeah i guess i had my son in 2016 and before that like i was completely dedicated to my career and uh work always came first and i was um i see now like that i was striving you know to um to to do really well in my career as some sort of validation um and you know i don't regret those times i i absolutely had such a great time met some phenomenal people like like you as well um have some really good friends from those times and i also learned so much about business so i i that was great but yeah i guess the wake the fuck up point was uh, five years ago when i had my son and I just had this new beautiful baby boy who I loved but I was just thinking what the fuck have I done (laughs) you know Um, and yeah as you said um, there's lots of preparation for the baby and people do say you know you're going to be tired it's going to be hard but you know it's worth it and and all that kind of stuff and you know you're like okay okay, like uh, but you don't really understand and I really didn't get um I didn't get the concept, I suppose, of the the complete and utter identity shift until I heard the word matriescence. And then I started really looking into it. And I'm just so grateful for your community and a podcast like this because we all know about puberty we all know about the stages of development that children go through but this is one of the most pivotal developments that a woman can go to go through if she becomes a mother Um, and it's just as um, big uh, biological hormonal societal emotional and spiritual upheaval for a woman than it is for a child or a teenager so often women are left completely shell-shocked because what they um, see in the media um, a lot of the time doesn't compare to how their life actually is and it's just very messy you know and you have to it's very messy you're very tired and you have to kind of reconcile the fact that there's so many valleys and peaks even in one day you know so um so yeah i guess for me when i had rory um i went through a period where i had like really bad postpartum depression anxiety and ocd um i was having really bad intrusive thoughts about harming rory 
I'm very open about this because I think it's so important to speak about it because I think so many women have these thoughts, but they're so afraid to speak up about it. Thank you. Can I just say thank you for mentioning that because yeah. it is so important to bring this and not be ashamed of it. Yeah, I'm not ashamed of it anymore. I was at the time deeply ashamed, but I'm not ashamed now because I have so much more understanding about how the brain works. And basically that was just my amygdala saying, you know, you need to get rid of this thing that is not allowing you to sleep because you're going to die if you don't sleep. And often it's quite interesting that um, our amygdala and our, yeah, our kind of scared ego um, a lot of the time does relate us going outside our comfort zone in any which way with dying, <laughs> basically. So yes, I had those awful intrusive thoughts, but I got help. Um, through medication, psychiatrist and psychology, a psychologist. And now I'm really open about talking about it because I think it's so important. And when I went to the psychologist, she said, you know, practically every woman who comes to me uh, in the early days talks about this. And, but they're just so afraid to voice it out in the open, you know? And I think the more we voice it, the more we normalize it um, because it is really challenging. We don't have these villages that we had, you know, growing up uh, sorry not growing up but even growing up actually it was quite different because my mom lived around the corner from her mom and um you know when we were tribal people you got a chance to sleep during the day someone else nursed your baby if you couldn't breastfeed um while you were in the fourth trimester um other women in the community cooked cooked meals um, so that's why so many more women now are struggling with mm. um, the early days of, of children. Yeah, yeah. And it's so true that um, in the recent years we've moved into individualism a lot. Mm. Mm. There is so much individualism. There is, you know, we are losing that tribal collective community. Um, and this is, you know, this is this is why, and we live so much in our heads as well, and mm. and on social media, right? Mm. So um, also is that it's not helpful for a new mother who is learning everything from scratch in a way, mm. you know, it's it's bringing a child, um, bring up a child, and and dealing with different changes, and where do we look at is maybe social media, looking at mm. other mums, yeah, that portraying of of the motherhood of like the ideal motherhood is also not doing at all good for our mental health yeah and i think it is definitely improving there's so much much more um people out there now women being out there now being honest about their experiences and it's great to see that um but it's so important to have a community like for the love of mom um, where you can actually come in and just be honest about what's going on, be honest about your experience and get support because like you can't reach out to people on social media to say I need help, you know, and like most of the time it's literally, you know, having, you know, going in, writing a post about something and people then responding on that post supporting you that that can literally be the thing that helps you, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Um, so what was probably, if you were to kind of pinpoint a, a moment or thing that really transformed you, um, like what was the pivotal moment for you where you went, okay, 
something's got to change or um I think like the first thing that comes to mind was um I was in my like it was you know as you know yourself it's like a baptism by fire when you have your child <laughs> it's it's many 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 rounds of realizations that okay things are different now and I I have to either evolve or I'm just going to end up being upset and angry all the time so but something that really hurt me deeply that I remember that I was at that point where I was like I can't keep doing this um was I was working in advertising I hadn't finished till seven o'clock at night and then I had to go do an interview at another agency because I was trying to leave the agency I was in go interview somewhere else to try and get a part-time job um which wasn't going to be part-time and I went to that interview and that interview took two hours which was insane um and I got home at nine o'clock that night and I had to get the bus home um because I was bussing in and out to the city and I remember just like crying on the bus and then getting home and seeing that my son was already asleep and like just sitting in his room seeing him in the cot sleeping mm -hmm. and I was just bawling I was like, this is not right. Like, this is not the way I want my life um, to be. Like, I want to be able to put my son to bed. I want the flexibility to live my life around my son, but also the flexibility to prioritize my energy and my needs um, and look after myself. Like, at that point, I wasn't looking after myself. I was, you know, like most moms, which I absolutely do not um, shame or anything like that. I was, you know, having a few glasses of wine each night. And like, if I could have a glass of wine, honestly, I, and, and be fine the next day, then that would have been cool. But I couldn't, like, it was really affecting my mental health. Um, plus my son didn't sleep. We figured out later he had um, really large tonsils. So he was having really terrible sleep apnea. Um, and I think that's actually affected how he sleeps now. So he still doesn't sleep. So. I kind of figured out pretty quickly that the drinking wasn't helping at all, even though it wasn't, you know, drinking in the morning or anything like that. It was just having a couple of glasses of wine every yeah. night to de-stress in inverted commas. Um, because I know I started my first business called Soberhood off the back of that and yeah. learned so much about how alcohol doesn't help you de-stress. It actually adds fuel to the fire. But anyway, I'm still... A person an advocate you know for the non-drinking lifestyle I, I don't drink anymore but I'm also totally cool with whatever anybody else wants to do that's totally fine it's just wasn't I wasn't able to cope with it yeah yeah so it's actually incredible mm. because you know I kind of feel you know being a mother for you know in your journey you become a mother um, saw all the, you know, like there is no part-time job in advertising for no. women. There just isn't. It doesn't no. exist. Um, you know, there is no flexibility in, mm -hmm. in, in general, it's very hard for women to go back part-time. Yeah. It's, it's either or, and you have to choose. Yeah. Um, and you and get paid for three or four days, but you actually work five. Working five. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah, and then and you've got what I like about this that you went through quite a hard time, but you were looking at yourself and going, okay, well, alcohol's not helping, and then you jumped into entrepreneurial 
basically journey of, of launching Soberhood, which was your first company, very successful running, you know, events to help people become sober. Amazing. What a, what a service to, to, you know, to other people. And from then on, you started your current coaching business, which um, I, just to say for, for everyone here, um, Elaine is one of, um, is, is my business coach. And personal coach, <laughs> <laughs> life coach, <laughs> and a coach, basically my friend, my coach, my business coach, everything. She is incredible. And, um, you know, it's, it's that support that you give me. It's, it's just absolutely invaluable. Um, so, you know, I love that as a mother and you are actually in the process, you became also a single mother. Mm. So you went through so much within the last five years when you look back of going I've quit my full-time job I've quit my part-time job that I worked full-time in <laughs> yeah um I launched Soberhood and then I launched my own business while you were studying you know hypnotherapy while you were studying NLP and now you and and then become you know also a single mother but you are, for me, <laughs> this strength <laughs> pillar, amazing. So, um, oh, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually incredible. So tell us a little bit about your current business. Well, um, just a few things that you said there, like, thank you so much for your um, praise. Um, but yes, I mean, you're the one who actually has to do the work. So I um, also, um, kudos, massive kudos to you for the big juggle that you have going on and still managing um, to grow this community for the love of mom. But I think it's actually a good point because when you have this fire in your belly and you know that this is like your soul's purpose, it's like something that you prioritize, isn't it? Because you just absolutely love doing mm -hmm. it and it's easy to do. Um, another point I just wanted to make quickly was that... Um, I'm studying a lot about how basically the current corporate nine to five work culture, that paradigm is falling away for a lot of people. And a lot of people during the pandemic have woken up to the fact that this isn't working for them. Um, but this nine to five work culture was designed during the industrial revolution when men went out to work and women stayed at home. Unless you were a single woman, then your choices were you could be a secretary or a school teacher. So although the nine to five work culture is falling away for everyone, it's especially completely lost its sheen for women because it wasn't built for women who were having babies. So that's why now in my business now, I advocate, empower, support, guide, um, and yeah just really help women um, take their side hustles or their startups in the early days to the next level um, so that they can basically design their lives how they want um, and they can have a job and do something that they love and make an impact and income from that mm. and I guess yeah you're right like I had a bumpy ride over the last five years but what I've learned from that is um, all that was happening for me, you know, all that was happening so that I could be molded into this, um, 
person who could help other women because now I know that this is my soul's purpose to help mm -hmm. other women uh, empower them and also get women's businesses out into the world because that's how I believe that the world will change is through money and financial empowerment in the hands of women yeah I love um, it love it that should be a, yeah. a tagline <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is one of my taglines and I guess like what, what happened for me was like when I was when the pandemic hit, I was, you know, working from home, working all the hours up till 11 o'clock at night working. Um, my son wanting to have time with me, but I was too tired and burnt out. Um, and, you know, the universe was making it increasingly difficult for me to stay in my corporate job, which I now know is for a reason. But I had coaches and mentors and I was in a group mastermind as well who lifted me up and held a mirror to my uniqueness and held my hand as I jumped off the cliff and mm -hmm. challenged and supported me. So, and I just saw how that helped me change my life completely. And one of my quotes, uh, you know, I have loads of things that I live by, but one of them is now that I realized for the first 36 years of my life, I was very much living in this that life is happening to me and that anything that happened to me was, you know, it was a bit more of a victim mindset and mm. I was quite angry with my cards in life. Whereas now I've done so much, um, I suppose, healing work and I've seen, um, you know, what can, what can happen when I, I look in the mirror and I take responsibility for my life. Um, so I moved, well, I, I was kind of forced to move into more of, um, I'm responsible for my life. And, and that was really empowering because I am, it was, I was able to see, I suppose, the evidence of me taking action, um, mm -hmm. and of me saying, this is what I want and I'm going after it. And then actually achieving it, it was really uh, allowed me to see that um, I can actually create my life exactly how I want it and that's what I'm doing and that's what I've done that's amazing oh I love it I love it I love that you can design your own life and that I, I it totally resonates with me um, yeah it, I just it want so many other women to know that mm. this is my mission like to let other women know that they don't have to um kind of not settle but like be in jobs that they don't like or be in yeah. be in a situation that isn't working for them anymore like you know it was scary as hell like quitting my day job I'm yeah as you said like I'm a single mom I'm in Australia with no family support but I just knew that this was my path and this was um, the only way that I could create space and time to um, reach the people I wanted to reach yeah yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely and it's 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 all about the empowerment because you know being disempowered and feeling that you're not in kind of control of your own life is is not a good place to be no in, in general it's just not a good place to be um mm. yeah that's that's amazing so elaine you are running a masterclass for us in our community for the love of mom um which i'm so so grateful for um can you talk to us about some of the topics that we will cover, um, what we kind of go deeper into and, you know, what would our mums to kind of learn and, and get out of it? 
Yeah, sure. So um, I guess one like some of the pillars of my of my business are um, business strategy, like digital online business strategy, but also hypnotherapy um, and changing your um, mind at an unconscious level. And the reason that is, is because our actions, our behaviors, our values, beliefs, they are um, only 2% of our conscious reality is responsible for that. The other 98% is unconscious and it's sort of repressed. So if you've kind of got like um, some any any sort of negative um, or sorry challenging emotions that are sort of held in your body around events in the past that are suppressed that won't allow you to move forward and it won't allow you to make changes easily so for example the example I use is like you wake up Monday morning and you're like, okay, I'm having a healthy week this week. I'm I'm eating, you know, salad and I'm just eating really nutritious food. And then by Monday night, like you're on the Tim Tams and you're on the pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and it's because we try and make change at a conscious level. You know, consciously we say, I want this, but our bodies are, are driving us in the complete opposite direction because it's safer, inverted commas, for us to stay in our comfort zone um, for our nervous yeah. systems. So that's one of the pillars of, of my coaching is hypnotherapy, unconscious mind work, and also tapping. So tapping is like emotional acupuncture um, where you tap um, the meridians in your body so that you can yeah, make change quickly as well. Um, you can use it to dismantle negative thought patterns um, and balance your energy system. So in the masterclass that I... I'm doing for the love of mom, I'll be talking about these pillars and how to use them to survive matriescence <laughs> with your sanity intact. Um, I'll also be talking about self-care versus guilt mindset, um, burnout to balance mindset, and also um, starting a side hustle or a business, like sort of the mindset around that, I suppose, and how you can use um, this unconscious mind work mm. um working on yourself through hypnotherapy tapping and also looking at um yeah those elements to transform your mind and your business so that you can quickly boost your confidence and take action in the direction of your dreams yeah wow so juicy I yeah. cannot wait there's <laughs> so much to uncover and yeah and going deep and I'm I'm actually um at the moment, I'm studying EFT too, tapping, mm. um, which it's it's, great. it is fascinating and it's and it's it's amazing. So oh, it's anything phenomenal. About, yeah, anything about energy as well. Um, you know, integrating those you know meridians channels in in all that. It's oh, yeah, yeah, beautiful. I can't wait. I can't wait to learn more from you as well. Um, awesome. And yeah, and I actually have. Um, the Business Confidence Academy launching on the 7th of September, which is a 12-week group coaching program, um, which which it incorporates um, digital business strategy, hypnotherapy, and tapping as well. So for anyone who's looking to take their side hustle or startup to the next level. Oh, fantastic. That sounds really good. I might join that. <laughs> for sure. Yes, I, will send you, I will send you some information. <laughs> I love, love your coaching. Um, yeah, there is actually, um, it, it's incredible how much um, 
my view of those things changed and how much I've, I've, I've invested. It's not spent, invested yeah. in, you know, in the last two years on kind of self-coaching and learning about different modalities that mm. you can you can introduce to your life and also teach your kids, right? It's mm. even like the EFT, the tapping, you can actually, you know, you can teach that to your kids. Yes, that's so, it's so powerful. true. And I think yeah. like what you're saying there is, is great. Like I think uh, too often, like we don't give ourselves permission to just try things. Like yeah. it doesn't matter if you just try something and you don't like it, fine. But like I held myself back from trying things for so long and now I'm just like, try everything, learn everything because yeah. you just literally don't know where it's going to lead you. You know, I was like, I'm going to go and do this um, coaching course. I'm going to do this hypnotherapy certification so that I can transform myself so that I can become a better person. I did not know that I was going to become a coach and I was going to become a mentor and empower women. That was not why I did it. I did it just to try it, you know, so give yourself permission to try things. It's, it's so important. That is beautiful though, because it's obviously that journey, you know, um, uh, I don't know if you read the surrender experiment. Oh yeah. I actually blinked. I blinked it. <laughs> oh, <you laughs> <need> it. <laughs> yeah. I recommend the entire book because yeah. it's look, it's, and it is kind of your, you know, you can see that journey. You, you kind of went, oh, I'm just going to try this. Mm. And it actually became your career that you love doing. And and it helps you and it empowers you as well to to run a business. Right. Yeah. And this is this is exactly, um, you know, it's it's actually quite fascinating. I love learning new things because you never mm. know what that opportunity gives you. And if it gives you just a modality, a way to handle your emotions during the day awesome mm, like yeah that's, you know that that is that is you know win yeah you'll never regret um mm. learning something you'll never regret going to the you know going out for a run you'll never regret <laughs> evolving yourself you'll never regret loving yourself absolutely oh so good so good <laughs> okay so we're going to finish on and i'd love to ask you do you have a, a a quote mantra something that you live by that we can leave our listeners um with to ponder yeah. on yeah sure so um something i realized i guess early on in my journey like maybe a couple of years ago was was that i thought i had to be um this confident person in order to take action and the thing is right when you're starting a business growing a business or doing anything new you just need to take action and what i found was that courage is not about being unafraid it's about being afraid and doing it anyway so when you feel afraid that usually means about doing something that usually means you're at the edge of your comfort zone and you can reframe that fear as excitement and the fact that you're at the edge of your comfort zone and you're about to do something awesome so you can have the courage and do it with the shaky legs and you can do it with with your heart in your chest and that's courage it's about doing the thing even though you're afraid love it and we're gonna leave it here awesome so if you ever feel shaky it's excitement yes it's not it's not scary you you have the courage inside of you just do take it. take the thing 
take the action, do the thing. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Do it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Elaine. Thanks um, for having me, Lucy. I'm looking forward to the masterclass in September. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. If you have enjoyed this episode, I would love you to share it to your Instagram story. And you can tag me at Lucy Kazana, that's L-U-C-I-E-K-A-S-N-A underscore. Or even better, join our community for the love of mum, where we dive deeper into each of the topics we discuss here on my podcast. You can try it out for free with our one month free trial. Head to fortheloveofmum.mn.co. Or you can find also a link on my website, Lucy Kasna, L-U-C-I-E-K-A-S-N-A dot com.